0: I W E P network. It's in the pod. You can find me at Chris McNaney.
1: Did I skip something?
0: You just went so off. There's like words right there, bro.
1: If you're listening, because you're subscribed to the I (laughs) W E P network feed. (laughs) welcome back i'm mario
0: welcome back i'm chris
1: we're two diablo friends talking about things we like tackling a plethora of subjects telling stories instead of going to therapy and hoping you'll (laughs) laugh the pain away with us (laughs) uh this week we're hanging out we're decompressing we just had a wonderful hang together for thanksgiving uh but now we're now we've gone our separate ways how was the trip back home
0: it was fine, it got snowy there at the end we were a little nervous, uh so you know, seeing like plow, giant plow trucks on the side of the highway when you're like doing 80 in a Prius it's like a little intimidating <laughs> it makes you a little nervous yeah but, uh, Emily uh, we, we missed said, the snow
1: Emily said that she drove past an upside down oil tanker or something.
0: oh my like
1: it's wheels up in the air
0: that's not what you want
1: thanks, Brandon <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Oh man! Well, with the snow coming, I'm assuming uh, it's gonna be a little harder to work on your yard. What what do you got to tell me before we uh, hop into that?
0: Well, I have. I've done a lot of yard work this year, and I don't usually. uh, See, I'm always bringing. I don't protect the vibe very well. But like the day that I found out my mom was passing away, um, I. Started doing yard work. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing yard work that day, and since then it's like been a little therapeutic. And so, um, put like putting the duck shed together, and like I did more like uh, tending to our raspberry bushes than ever before. Um, I don't know. I never really liked it, and I still wouldn't say that I like it. But I get it now. I, like, I think I get why people like it. So I was wondering, like, that's you- the move. What's the move?
1: N- Less therapy, more uh- therapeutics. Uh, Why go talk about your feelings okay. when you get a back rub?
0: I thought we were firm in, in the pro therapy camp. <laughs> Why go
1: talk to someone when you could just mow your lawn?
0: <laughs> I think it is therapeutic, uh, not a substitute for therapy. No, but um, do you did you at ever any point in your life like have the responsibility of yard work? I know that you like live in in a skyscraper or something.
1: Uh, yeah, occasionally would have to go out onto our balconies, you know, and clear <laughs> off the food scraps flip them down to the peasants below <laughs> um no uh yeah I uh when we when my parents split up whoa new oh. record how quickly we talk about that uh we moved to like an alleyway <laughs> I yeah. lived in an alley okay with my dad and uh our yard was actually a parking lot and so we didn't really have any yard work occasionally yeah. the, like the weeds growing up the side of the pavement between the pavement and our house uh-huh would get a little too high and I'd have to go out with like scissors and cut them down. Scissors? Uh, yeah, because we didn't really have storage and we didn't have a yard so like if we did get a weed whacker there wouldn't be anywhere oh to put it. Oh my goodness. Or like you just, I guess we could go with like gloves occasionally and pull it out but there's just so many it's easier just to cut like a bunch of them at once. Okay, yeah. Um, Or, I don't know, my dad freaking buy some weed killer just spray it in the cracks but Also true.
0: Also true. <laughs>
1: um, and then when we moved after my dad remarried decent sized yard and uh it was pretty much my dad me and andrew's job to mow it and i feel like it fell back on me for a while and then when i was raising money for like mission trips and stuff i would mow people's lawns
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah my responsibility was to mow the lawn at like as a kid um and now i have a much smaller yard but I just hate it. I hated it so much as a kid. Same with like washing dishes. It was just like the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. And now I just do it so often and I'm miserable all the time, but, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know?
1: Yeah. Until you die.
0: Gotta do what you gotta do. And then you just, die.
1: Just doing dishes, folding clothes. Yeah. Dirty in dishes, dirty in those clothes. <laughs> rinse and repeat forever. I
0: had uh, lunch with some friends over Thanksgiving and, uh, We were discussing retirement and how soon my buddy thinks he can retire. So he's working for like a a startup, like a tech startup. And Uh his goal is for them to just get sold for like $9 billion and then retire in like five years.
1: (laughs) That's the dream, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: His actual projection is in 13 years, I believe yeah yeah Um, night um 2019 wow uh 2034 is what he said was when he could uh his his retirement was going to happen so i put it in my calendar uh, on january 1st of 2034 jeff retires this year so that we can all remember and hold him accountable to it
1: we should lock down a retirement like party like a bash oh there you go just make a huge deposit
0: so that he has to uh retire
1: even if he doesn't retire we still gotta like throw the party yeah yeah i like this idea like a like a you failed party. Yeah, that's some great hey, remember motivation. When you thought you'd, remember when you thought you'd be done working?
0: He's like broke. His wife left him. <laughs> yeah. He's living in his car. <laughs> yeah,
1: We have to crowdfund to like afford the party.
0: <laughs> no, none of that would happen to Jeff. He's doing great. I Right now the yard work is is mostly consuming of just like duck stuff. So oh, I, I don't know if I told you this, but when we were out home for Thanksgiving out west for Thanksgiving, we mm-hmm. left the ducks to figure it out. Did I tell you this?
1: Yes, you you briefly mentioned that you just <laughs> didn't put them away. Yeah.
0: So typically every night I put the ducks in the shed to protect them from predators because like a raccoon would easily just eat my ducks in no time. Um, even like a hawk, like if it got real ambitious could destroy my ducks um so every night we put them in the shed for protection for safety and um we like when we're going away we usually have somebody house sit to watch the dog take care of the ducks and that kind of stuff well we took the dog with us which is like the one that requires way more care um Mm -hmm. and so i was like i could have somebody come out here but it's like it's a holiday it's just really annoying and i don't want to like ever have to worry about this again so i just let him out and i propped the the shed open so they could get into the shed if they wanted to uh-huh. and uh mostly just like let them figure it out and then i just hoped they'd be alive when i came home
1: so they were you went from every single day and every <laughs> single night opening and shutting the door for these ducks yeah and then on a whim <laughs> with no prior testing decided you know what what if i changed their schedule yeah for a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, like, two occasions where I forgot to put them away at night. Like, whether I came home late or, you know, whatever happened, I, I just woke up the next morning and was like, oh, crap. And they were fine. They survived just fine. So, um, they are, like, really routine creatures. They're very into routine. And so, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was, like, a little confusing to them to just never be put away for yeah. almost a week. But uh, but they survived. They did great. They were vibing and surviving.
1: That's good. And actually, Elvis didn't give him a rough time, the king?
0: Oh, no. The king has since passed.
1: Oh, no. You didn't hear oh, this? No. Oh. I was bringing down the vibe. It's <laughs> true.
0: The king is uh, my neighbor's dog, a vicious rescue <laughs> who was <is> clearly <laughs> traumatized and abused and had some <laughs> serious issues. Um, he could have used this podcast to chill out, if you ask me. But he, uh, one time, I was like taking a nap on the couch and I awoke. To what, so just screaming in the streets. And I didn't know what it was, didn't really investigate it, but I later found out it was the king had gotten out and attacked another <gasps> dog, Rick, like right in front of my house. No. <laughs> so <laughs> this dog had to have like surgery and it was a whole deal. Um, oh, man. Anyway, the king is no longer with us, um, but my neighbor adopted a new dog named Shadow and uh, he's doing all right.
1: Even worse.
0: <laughs> no, no, he's, he's, he's like barks more, uh-huh. but he's friendly at least, so... But he was also definitely abused, so... Jeez. It's like a trauma rehab over there. Well, where was, where was this story coming from? Cold Ducks? Yeah. Cold Ducks? Yeah. So, I came home, and the dog had uh, dug a hole in the flower bed, and I came home to, like, a dozen eggs in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. They're not supposed to roost like that, but they love just laying in the same place every day.
1: What, um... What do you do with the multi-day outside eggs? Just toss
0: them? I mean, it was frozen. It was like 20 degrees.
1: Like through the the middle of the day, too? Like it's got to go up and down in the temps?
0: I mean, this past week, it was like never above like fridge temperature. No, I'm fine. I'm going to eat those.
1: Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I, uh... One of our episodes that we thought about behind the scenes for practically a year now is (laughs) man i can't wait for our covid wrap-up episode (laughs) where (laughs) where once the pandemic's over then we can just talk about what we learned yeah and how things went yeah and you know and the, the changes to our world and it's just like keeps going on and on and on and um I recently encountered a story that really shook up my jimmies. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Really, just sorry
0: about really your jimmies.
1: Just, just lit my firework. Oh, you know. I was hearing a story. A coworker was telling me about how his neighbor died of COVID. His neighbor was like 80 years old. Now
0: ask yourself, if I finish. The story is it protecting the vibe
1: oh of course not <laughs> okay. which is why we share it right great carry on <laughs> we should rename the show vibe killers for sure <laughs> um but no and so he's so this guy gets covid five days later not even dead and wow. so now this guy's family's like coming back into town and you know my coworker's talking to the family and all that like getting getting the deets of how it went he like he had the first shot never got the second shot mm-hmm. it was like eight months later and they just got covid and it was and it was done basically well wow. and another neighbor obviously not connected to the guy who passed away is talking to my coworker about this and he's like oh what happened bobby let's just say his name is bobby what happened bobby he goes Bobby? Oh, yeah, um... <laughs> <Whoa."> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And he said, "So yeah, uh, Craig got COVID and and five days later Craig died. And rather than being like, Oh that sucks, oh that's horrible, the guy goes, Ah, I don't believe in COVID. Alright. The guy <laughs> lived two houses down from you. It's a hot take. And died of COVID.
0: Yeah, it's a hot take. Hey, I mean, it wasn't Austin a hot take at first. I went to but...
1: cookouts for? Yeah. You know the the person who I'd invite over for dinner sometimes. How did how did he tragically pass away? Oh, COVID. Oh, that didn't that doesn't exist. Silly. Like he didn't just die of old age. He was old. Was well, the worst category to be in. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All around, <laughs> COVID or no. <laughs> yeah and he got covid he got sick and he died and this guy still 2 years into the pandemic now almost yeah february or march whatever st patrick's day is of 2019 is when i is when covid just like shot off st patrick's day weekend i was supposed to come in make bank cuz i'm a bouncer and I get a lot of bonus hours and an extra day of bouncing uh-huh and they told me not to come in and then the next uh, day when i came in for my uh my chef's assistant position they told me that like everyone's off the the schedule until we figure this thing out. Yeah. And that was two that was almost 2 years ago. Mhm. And this guy still believes that it's not real. Yeah. I respect
0: it, it. I respect that kind of commitment. It
1: I, takes a, it takes a special kind of person absolutely. to hold that belief.
0: I I respect people less whenever like they don't believe in something and then it impacts them closely and then they believe it. Like just have more empathy to begin with. You know, that guy, yeah. he's a real winner. He knows what he's about. No neighbor dying is going to change his mind.
1: Hey, sir, you have COVID. No, I don't. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what I really have?
0: <laughs> Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. Nope for the audio. That's air quotes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like my jaw was on the floor. Like I was like so mad at that instant, instance. And like I'm not even connected to this guy. I yeah. never even got to see this guy. I don't want to know who this guy is. Yeah, man. But he like he it just it set me off. My like, how are we this far in? Yeah. I I'm so glad that the people that I know that got COVID all all got better. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. Peace up i don't have any old friends yeah i got to worry about that much but uh you know and all the old people in my life who passed away was not covid related Uh but like it happens oh
0: yeah i mean i work at a church there's lots of old people there and we had a few there's a few like in the hospital right now
1: are there deniers too oh for sure i mean in the pews
0: those people have gotten quieter if they haven't changed their mind, but I I would assume hmm. that they're still out there.
1: Maybe not. I don't know. Just the audacity of uh, ah, that's not real. Yeah, yeah. But once hey, what, what happened to Craig? Oh, Craig died of COVID. Ah, that's yeah. not real. Yeah, we don't
0: need to like hash out conspiracy theories again. But like once uh-huh. you once you get into that, nothing matters. Anything could happen. You know, like yeah. n- there's no um lie that's too big. You know, anything could happen once you get into that kind of thing. Once you get in like real deep,
1: yeah. But which is a great transition if I can steal steal a limelight. Oh, and oh, on my thing. <laughs> Got it. The the idea of like that guy is never gonna change his mind, right? Mm-hmm. Until he gets COVID and is making FaceTime calls as he's passing away. You know, and I and, and don't get me wrong, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But until that happens, there's not going to be change in his opinion, and that bothers me about people in general who are incapable of changing their mind. Mm-hmm. You, there's people I know when we went to college, seventeen years old, eighteen years old, and now it, it's been what ten years since we've been in, in college, since we started college, mm-hmm. and there's people with the exact same opinions they held when they showed up on campus dropped off by mom and dad in the, in the minivan. Sure. They still, this, st- the exact same beliefs across the board. And like, how is that even possible?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I had, um, a guest speaker in a, in a college course. It was in the context of like theology, like what you believe about God. But he said at any mm-hmm. point about a third of your theology is probably wrong. And like, I love that. I think about that all yeah. the time. And, um, yeah you know cuz you change things that you believe and that you know that goes for everything like we change things and we don't really acknowledge that that means you were wrong before or you're wrong now you know like we don't re- really recognize we don't spend much time thinking about that but i was talking to um some some students we have like a, a student leadership team and we were talking about leadership and talking about this actually we we're talking about like core values and there were some kids talking about like how Ooh, it's that time of the year again
1: what every year you do your you do your your core It's uh, for the newcomers to come up, right? You can cut this if it doesn't count, but don't you do a a core? It's called core every year. Isn't that you? No. No?
0: Hmm. No.
1: You do something similar to that, don't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah. In January, we usually do like vision cast for the group. Yes. Um, That was not what I'm talking about. Um, Mm. This is with student leaders and we were just talking about leadership and they were talking about like their core values as people, like as humans and like how strongly they adhere to them and they like have they were like doing a self rating a lot of them gave some themselves some high scores which i agree with i think they do like really stick to their guns and uh and so i just felt the need to like push back a little and say like that's that is good to not compromise for embarrassed like feeling embarrassed because of the people that are around you or to make a buck like you don't compromise your values but also Mm -hmm. like be willing to learn (laughs) and like be curious Mm -hmm. and like don't be afraid to change your values if there is good reason to. Um, I think they received it well, but you'll never know.
1: One of the, there's a few things that brought this up to me. It's like, it's like a theme in my life, change. Yeah. Like I, for the longest time, I referred to it as late in life becoming a Christian because I, I converted when I was 17, right, right, right. but I was, but like I was a baby. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm older than the people who were born directly into the church. Which are the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it it felt like at the time. But, like, 17 is not young at all. But as, like, an emerging adult, I realized that I can be wrong not only about a few things, but about a lot of things. Sure. And would have to rectify those things, face those things, possibly change up my life because of certain things. And, like, then, like, even in the small things, when we were in student government... Every couple years, they bust out these uh, uh, books called Strength Finder and mm-hmm, Strength Finder mm-hmm. 2.0. And I took that thing twice, three years apart, and I had different strengths. So, like, clearly, I'm changing as a person. My, It's the same questions probably from years prior, but now I'm getting different results on this. And, like, I'm pretty sure all types of personality tests, if I hopped in, I'd be getting different results from. And it's like... It's like, I almost feel sorry for people who don't change over time because it shows that they haven't grown. Sure.
0: Yeah. They've, like, limited their experience. Mm -hmm. Like, they've... Like, I think one of my strengths is, like, curiosity. Like, I want to learn about things. I want to be exposed to different things. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's what people who don't, like, experience that kind of change, that's what they're, like, depriving themselves of, of, like, new experiences and stuff.
1: Like, I was thinking about it in the... I keep saying like. Likes and Mm. ums have made a comeback in my speech. Yeah. But... I was looking at this through. I always try to come up with metaphors. Sometimes I I bring up my metaphors at the wrong point, in, in time. Like I'll be arguing and I'll like bring up a metaphor to explain what I'm talking about, and, was, and Emily was like, just say what you mean, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's almost like Bruce Bruce Lee, if I'm not mistaken, says to be like water. You know, like he's referring to movement, and so I'm taking his metaphor and I'm changing it to suit what i'm talking about and that people are like water and we need to decide what kind of body of water we're gonna be in a way Mm -hmm. like i'm definitely not advocating to become a river where it's just constant change and flowing and you never land anywhere right but like a a a pond or a lake you know there's water that comes in there's water comes out but there's there's this maintained like size in mm-hmm. a way you know never becoming stagnant because when you close off those things where it's just the no water comes in no water goes out like it becomes stagnant it becomes rancid you know still yeah. water is gross still water is mm-hmm. dangerous like mosquitoes creep up and all stuff and like if you're not flushing out some old as new stuff comes in and, like new stuff can be new information that comes in and what comes out, maybe just biases, maybe you still hold the same opinions, but as 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 stuff comes in, there Better has reasons. to be a change, yeah. you know. And like, I think we've talked about this. Maybe we should take some inventory. Maybe we should oh, yes. uh, encourage the backers as well to do some self reflecting, and maybe even just like a, a presents episode. Yeah. It's some like personality tests, hit that Enneagram, find out where we are, hit the, uh, oh, yeah. the Myers Briggs, see where we are. Heck hit, hit the love languages, you know, do, uh, do I still like getting hugs or do, do I prefer people slip me a 20 from now on? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. 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 And just and like see who we are. Yeah.
0: I love it. I'm a big Enneagram advocate. Um, but, but I love like strength finders was really good. Um, I think the reason I didn't latch onto Myers Briggs is cause I didn't like I didn't feel like it read me as as well, but when I got to the Enneagram, like I've read books and like listened to hours of podcasts, because it's like it's really helped me helped me learn about me.
1: Yeah. So we'll, maybe we'll. Uh, what was it? I texted you. Know, know thyself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, who
0: is that? Is that that's like a quote or something, right?
1: Definitely, but I don't know the uh, who to attribute it to.
0: Yeah. Looks like um Oh, Delphi?
1: Oh, yeah, Delphi.
0: <laughs> wait. Don't wait. Never mind. It's not worth it.
1: Ooh, look at this headline. Know thyself is not just a, is not just silly advice. It's actively dangerous. That could be fun. Read <laughs>
0: <laughs> People are so dumb. I hate that yeah. so much.
1: Um, but yeah, it's like like definitely definitely i'm definitely not who i was last year there's this thing i take it's called i side with i side with.com it just it's just to help you like it helps put in perspective your beliefs versus the political parties of today it'll, it won't just tell you you're a blank it'll actually just tell you in percentages of all the parties like you yeah. agree with x amount of this um platform basically right right and so like it's a like I've taken that thing half a dozen times over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, each time it's slightly different than last. This, this time probably has something to do with the pandemic and causing like life change and thought change and giving everyone time to actually sit around and think and, and just read and watch interviews and all that stuff. Like it's, it's a, the pandemic is like the Great Depression in a way. Okay. The, the pandemic is in a way like the great war and world war Two, like huge world changes in thought yeah. and the way in which we run ourselves and so like i guess i've went through a metamorphosis because when i took with side com's test recently it's complete i'm completely a different person yeah yeah but it also shows like hey you still like like i identified And pushed hard for the Libertarian Party for a while, and also in the midst of that, because change is like one of the themes of my life. Um, I I would always say like, I currently identify as a Libertarian. Sure, sure. That's kind of like where I was like, this is where I'm at currently. Yeah. Hey, hey, my Republican friends, you might not be Republican. You probably still agree with a lot of Republicans, but you might be something else. Hey, Democrat friends, you might you might still be full Democrats, or you might be something else. You know, and I would encourage people like, if at if at the very minimum, you'll see that like, yeah, maybe you take the test and you're 85 percent agree with Republicans, and then you scroll down a little bit, and rather than being like the Democrats are the evil other team, you see you agree with 20 20 percent of their platform. Yeah, turns out there is common ground. You just never knew where to look.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I don't. This is one of the reasons that I went independent recently was like, I just hate all those words. Like Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, progressive. Like all those words just, they don't say enough. They like, like I don't like being put in a box with the other half of the population that you hate. You know, like that doesn't make sense. We talked about this a billion times. But uh, yeah, I don't like words like that for that reason.
1: Yeah, I definitely, after for a while i noticed that i i was still saying that i'm a libertarian and then like i had this inkling like there's a lot of things in the libertarian platform that i don't necessarily agree with anymore there's a lot that i still do agree with but like at what point am i no longer a libertarian and like i took this test and now i see it flat out that like okay i'm definitely not as libertarian as i thought i was But at the end of the day, who knows, maybe I'll vote for a libertarian anyways. Or like take the test. Like we still have the presidential elections not till twenty twenty four. So I may take the test again then and see that I line up more with it. It's almost like this tool where you can now look at yourself as an independent. Rather than saying you're you're wearing a jersey for a team. Right. You can you can use this information to decide, hey, at this current election, me as an independent person, rather than getting on the field with this team, this is a team that I line up with the most that I feel comfortable sitting in their stands for. Right. You don't gotta jump on you don't gotta become a card carrying member to still vote what you believe in, vote for what you think's right, you know. And if you and if you really do think like, oh it's it's either left or right, that's the only way, it doesn't hurt to know that like this is a platform that you'd like to grow, but in the meantime I, I still just vote down ticket this thing
0: right 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 and like to see the i I don't know this shouldn't be controversial but like to see the other side as like also trying to do the best like they can Mm -hmm. also trying to and this is the same for my marriage like like sam and i get caught up in arguments and like we have to sit down and remember like it is you and me versus the problem it's not me versus you it's you and me versus um like you know it's you and me versus my selfishness. It's you and me versus your issues. You know, it's not me versus you. And like, when we can like take those minutes to like center ourselves, um, mm-hmm. I, it just reminds us what we're all doing here. You know, I think the politics yeah. can use that a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's definitely like, I just keep coming back to this. It's hard for your opponent to be the devil. If you agree with them.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: And almost certainly every single person who takes that thing will get some percentage that they agree with every, every other, um, party.
0: Yeah. I think this was a good episode to get deep on because just the other day, Evan texted me and he said, how can I share clips of your shows to like my Facebook or whatever? And I, and I told him about like screen recording. And so the next day I saw him record something from a different podcast. And, uh, so Evan, if you're listening, don't feel pressure to post any of that, but my imagination is saying you already thought about it. So, um, good for you, Evan.
1: Speaking of which we should take a break and run an ad for his business.
0: We should. All right. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back. Nice. And his wife's business. I'm not sexist.
0: Th- oh, too late. I'm leaving your misogyny in. Patchwork Planting is making big changes for their fifth season in 2022. You've heard us promote their roadside stand and flower farm in Sweet Valley, PA, but now we can promote their 30-acre farm in Knoxon, PA, which is the new home of patchwork wow. planting. They're planning a pick-your-own flower field, various photography locations, and the space they need to plant way more flowers and veggies than they ever have. I've mentioned that Candace and Evan are friends of mine and that Evan is a faithful backer and I'm very proud of my friends for doing these very cool things. So check them out online for more information on social media at PWPlanting and PatchworkPlanting.com.
1: Patchwork Planting, it's their old ad. <laughs> Great. <laughs>
0: there are a million cheesy snacks you can choose from these days, but Sabor de Soledad is the last one you will ever need. Whether you're feeling accomplished, supported, and confident, or not this mexican favorite will always hit the spot Sabor de soledad that's what it's all about manufactured in a facility that also makes food may cause false pregnancy test results in women. welcome back welcome back there's one thing i wanted to make sure we touched on because today only really um today we're recording on cyber monday so my question to you is are you getting any deals today
1: not a single one chris how do you feel about that <laughs> i feel really upset <laughs> he's like this weekend is like the best deals of the year and i'm just looking yeah. at my bank account like
0: <laughs> yeah 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 oh so hard you
1: told me he told me he's hitting all these deals right now and he said he's not buying gifts for anyone he's like there's just the things him. i've had my eyes on oh, that now's the time i can i can buy from me he's buying like He's buying, like, tires for his car Mm -hmm. because they're on sale right now. Like, everything's on sale.
0: Good. That's the way you should do it. I'm, like, kind of like that, too, where, like, when it comes to Christmas season, I have no idea what to tell anybody that I want because if I wanted something, I probably just bought it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is why – I've mentioned this before. This is why donating plasma is a good thing for me because I can do that with, like – guilt free you know um, today I got home and there was like a t-shirt and guitar strings and a, an adapter for my computer on my doorstep today and it's just what a great day I love getting What's things the
1: name in the of the mail. place you do uh, the plaza from ked plasma ked plasma <laughs> for all your blood selling needs <laughs> so do to- guitar in your life <laughs> Begged you, blood money. (laughs) That is
0: what I did. That is one of those examples of something that I could have waited for Christmas for, but uh, the right deal was on my doorstep, so I bought it. So today for um, Cyber Monday, I uh, I bought a belt and a backpack. Those things, those are the things that are on their way. But like, I pro
1: wrestling belt.
0: No, like a belt, belt.
1: <laughs>
0: I just feel like there's something else out there that I'm missing, and so I don't know. It's going to be too late for you to tweet at me what I should have bought, but do you have any suggestions for me to buy <laughs> things that I need to buy today?
1: Uh, pro wrestling belt. <laughs> you bought the wrong belt, Chris. <laughs> don't probably never do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I'm definitely like...
1: Uh, do you feel like you're moving out of pro wrestling?
0: Um, I, Definitely a different stage. Like, I definitely view it differently than I used to, but I don't think that I'm out of it. I'm still watching AEW and NXT consistently, but
1: yeah, uh, I'm pretty much not watching anything, but I can't help, but look up what happened. Like I'm uh, at that really? stage. Okay. Yeah. I,
0: I never felt that about like Ron Smackdown. Um, so if you're somebody who, uh, always hated wrestling and always hates when we talk about wrestling, don't watch raw. Maybe, maybe it's a bad season. Don't get in right now. <laughs> yeah. Not the, not the best time.
1: There's, um, uh, dang, oh, PA Power Driver. They still yeah, yeah. do their monthly recaps and stuff.
0: I don't know if it's monthly; it's irregular, but they're they're still coming out. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'll check out them. Check out Tornado Tag to yeah, get yeah. caught up while I'm not watching the product. The more I watch <laughs> the UFC, aka the Ultimate Fighter, we got like yeah, 20 yeah. seasons still to go. <laughs> the le- the more I watch real stuff, it's it's not. Like, it's real versus fake. They're two different things. Wildly you know? different.
0: Uh, yeah. And also the But same. it's
1: like, the more I put my energy into watching combat sports, the less I'm interested in flicking on sports entertainment. Yeah.
0: I don't feel that way.
1: I think I'm becoming like the people who go to church on Christmas and Easter. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll watch, watch WrestleMania. like, WrestleMania and the Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a great analogy. You know?
1: The, the holiest of wrestling <laughs> events.
0: <laughs> Everyone's got their holy days. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, uh, man. I was rewatching some of Bill Burr's stand-ups, and it just re- reminded me. Because uh, you know there's like there's chants that go on in pro wrestling? Oh, uh, yes. And so it's like uh, Bill Burr, his black and white special that's from 2014. Mm-hmm. He's talking about going to church. It's like, say what we say when we say it. (laughs) Say it again, and you can go home to your toys. (laughs) All right, I'll say it. I'll say it again. I always think. I'll go back home to my toys or whatever.
0: (laughs) I always think of the one that, um, I'm not going to remember it well enough, but the one Michael Berbiglia does. You know, uh, Christ is born, Christ is risen, Christ will come again, that's what it is. And his brother mm-hmm. made up a like a parody. Do you remember what it was? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Oh, me neither. I'm so upset. But it was it, it's I think about it all the time. But uh Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, uh-uh. yeah God's God's right in here. God's in your heart. He's saying I gotta go down there, but he's everywhere. <laughs> but down there, I owe him money. That's another <laughs> culprit. <laughs> oh, that being said, I don't watch pro wrestling that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, same stuff. <laughs> Just a tie back up a little bit. Man,
0: it makes me think about story so much. Mm-hmm. Like, like what I like about wrestling is story, like good story. And so that's why I don't like Raw SmackDown mm-hmm. right now because I don't think they're telling good stories. But like. But that's the same in combat sports, right? Like, I also like when Thug Rose cries Mm because she, you know, earned this incredible victory. It's the same story as everything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the same reason I love Lost. It's the same reason that, like, I'm listening to podcasts now that are just stories. Just Mm -hmm. people telling stories for, like, five minutes or ten minutes. It's so interesting.
1: A lot of, like, the best stand-ups are Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times like it's not everyone but a lot of my favorite stand-ups are them telling a story through the whole special yeah one story with little jump-offs yeah yes he's fantastic at that.
0: i would love to be able to be that good at that kind of craft
1: i would love to go yeah yeah that'd be sweet see one of the one of these greats
0: i think like i think they all do story like big the royal story like even like jimmy carr or like jessel nick somebody like telling little jokes it's Mm -hmm. still made of the same stuff that like a long story is just like in bite-sized versions or something i don't know but Mm -hmm. story is so interesting to me and as somebody who like stands in front of people for 20 to 40 minutes a week you know trying to keep their attention uh yeah i like you know i work hard on story
1: yeah well speaking of stories i think uh we should continue the story of our friendship
0: Okay,
1: so we've been we've been Diablo friends for a while now. Yeah, recently got upgraded to bestie. <laughs> yeah, my my journey to you so admitting true. that I'm your best friend is, so true, is just one of twists and turns, uh-huh. you know, detours, shortcuts. Who knows? But <laughs> I actually have something that I've been sitting on since 2015. Oh, wow, these are. Um, these are like thirty questions. We're not going, listener. We're not going through all thirty right now. But these are um, thirty plus questions, broken up into into three sets, um, where each set takes the the questions like deeper and deeper, like more thought, I guess, involved in each one. Yeah, yeah. And the goal is that whoever you go through these questions with you'll become a better friend with that person. Okay. If I, if I remember the original article correctly, and it has been over five years, um, (laughs) you could set down two strangers and have them do these 30 questions and they're going to like know the person across from them so well afterwards that you could probably even consider them friends.
0: Yeah. We actually have a, a game downstairs called we're not really strangers that this is basically the premise of the game. It has like questions you and prompts. Off of TikTok? Sam bought it. I'm not sure. I think My guess is she bought it off of Instagram or from yeah. but like found it on Instagram. But yeah, that's the same premise is like, it's questions and prompts and, and like activities to like, get to know people around you in a deep way.
1: So I think that it'd be fun to go through all of these questions, but maybe I could just go through the first two from each set today see if the backers like it see if we like it and then maybe we'll do like uh maybe we'll do two from each set every episode or maybe we'll do a presents or something yeah yeah all right well let's start one all right given the choice of anyone in the world whom would you want as a dinner guest okay alive uh, it says anyone in the world. So, yeah, I guess.
0: Okay. How do we know who goes first? Is it whoever comes up with one first?
1: Well, I asked the question.
0: Yes. So it would be uh, considerate of you to answer it first, huh?
1: You know, I love stories. I no love way. Hearing about people's lives. Um,
0: the story is so interesting.
1: Wondering, like,. <laughs> I like hearing people, like anyone listening to this podcast, anyone not listening to this podcast, people walking in the street, Every it's almost like a uh, thing called, uh, years ago I heard this word sonder, you can find it on the, the dictionary of like obscure words or something on YouTube, okay. I'm not sure exactly what the channel is called, but it, it's basically the recognition that every single person in the world has just as many life experiences as you do. Sure. Than that everyone has a story. Yeah. And so when I go with who I would pick for this question, I want to pick someone that I know for a fact has spoken to a lot of people. Okay. Like my worldview is influenced by the people that I've spoken to. And the more people I've interacted with, the more diverse I think my... um, Emily's upset because she knows who I'm going to pick. I'm upset. Spit it out. I'd, I would like to have dinner with Joe Rogan. He's the greatest <laughs> podcast in the world, for sure, but he's one of my favorites. He's one, and Emily's making fun of me right now, but he's like her favorite stand-up comedian.
0: Uh-oh, she doesn't want that on the podcast.
1: <laughs> and he's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He's a commentator for the UFC. He has an yeah. insane podcast. Um, I'm just thinking of like who, like who else has had as many interactions, prolonged interactions as Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. He's got lots of stories for sure. An interesting life himself and exposed to a lot of interesting people. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's
0: good. All right. I think I would pick my wife. Just kidding.
1: I was about to say, man, why are you going to make me look bad? I would pick Jesus.
0: (laughs) This is, this is the, uh, the benefit to going second is you can get all these jokes ready, you know.
1: (laughs) Instead of coming up with an answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm gonna go with, Oprah. Oprah. And I think I think it's probably similar reason. I think a similar reason, yeah. Like she's definitely like, I don't know, because I was like, what do I want out of, out of my dinner, and if it's like millions of dollars then Oprah's the one because it'll get televised and I'll you know have all this just kidding again Stupid. she might give you a car yeah 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 but I think like yeah like she has definitely had a journey um, I think she could have a you know an interesting conversation um, but like what I what do I want out of that dinner I'm not sure and, and if I thought about it more I might change my mind but um, yeah first that, that would be a good I think she'd be a good hang I'm
1: trying to think of who else I would want Byron Byron joe byron (laughs) oh man i'm trying to think what like who are the people who influenced my life the most there's a lore master there's a guy whose only job is to know the lore of the elder scrolls universe
0: yo i
1: don't know his name i would love to like if i could have a dinner party Either yeah. him. If I had, a, if I could only have one guest, maybe him. Yeah, yeah. But if I could have like a party, if there's these guys who run a YouTube channel that do exactly what he does, but for YouTube content, they're called yeah. Fudge Muppet, and I've been following them for years. Okay. And I listen to their podcasts, and like, they take like the most obscure, not they take the big chunks and the little chunks, like all the different things from. The Elder Scrolls and like dive deep in this. So that'd be a fun conversation. I don't really, really gain anything in life, but it'd just be a f- really fun dinner, I think.
0: Yeah. I think Conan O'Brien is another good one. I think he would mm-hmm. be... Because when I said she would be a good hang, I questioned myself. and I'm like, I'm not really sure Oprah would be a good hang. <laughs> she yeah, it'd
1: be so fun hanging out with a 60-year-old woman.
0: <laughs> she would have good... Conver- the queen was on my list at one point, too. She would have like good uh, like conversation for sure, but a good hang, I think I want to have my dinner with Conan if that's what I'm going for. He I can't different. help but think like, yeah, I can't help but think like, are these people forced to be there? Are they going to hate it right off the bat? You know, do you, mm. do you go there?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I was
0: like Bo Burnham. That'd be fun. But like, I feel like he would hate He it.
1: would not have, he would not have a good time. <laughs> like if so it'd it be his, a great pick.
0: If it could be his idea. If that's if part like of it.
1: somehow the Lord spoke to you <laughs> yeah, and yeah. said, whisper back a name and I'll make them want to hang out with you for yeah, a yeah. dinner. Like a genie. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Trying to think, the the like the people like who influence my life and everything I'm thinking about is like the people who create the content I enjoy. Sure, you know
0: because they tell the best stories or the stories that resonate with you well, the most. Well, the mm-hmm. most, the most,
1: the bestestest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two. Uh, would you like to be famous? And in what way? If so.
0: Hmm. This is a tough question. Um partially because I've like battled ego my whole life. And um So like I'm in the middle of definitely yes. And then also definitely no so that nobody knows or so that people think I'm humble. And so, like, I don't even know what's real and what is what I've trained myself to, like, or worked mm-hmm. on, you know. I mean, I've grown yeah. into. I don't really know which okay. of those is real. I think my famous is a word we have, again, we have, to, have to define. I don't want, like, I want to be, I want to be, I uh, have the resources to, like, take care of myself and my family. So, if fame is involved in wealth, then in that way, yes. Um, I like, um, I want to have the freedom to, like, do what I want, that what fulfills me to live out my purpose. So I guess that's a resource adjacent. Um, mm-hmm. So if it's influence in a like pastoral role, like something that I feel like is my calling, then yes. Do I want to have the most followers on Instagram? No. Do I want to have all the eyes in the world on me? No. Do I want to be like wealthy, wealthy? Mm-hmm. I think I could probably be all right with it, but uh, I've seen a lot of people not. So um, so that's if a you were answer. given
1: if you were given the level of fame that you are comfor- you would be comfortable with, what would you want to be famous for?
0: Um, I would want to be famous for... I would want to be one of the people that when they get upset at how um, Christians portray what following Jesus looks like, and then they think, all right, this person gives me hope. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I think There's a guy like named when Bob people Goff. people bring up the Westboro Baptist to uh, yes. tear down the church, they go, well, what about Chris McNaney?
0: Right, right, right. It used to be like that small of a group, but now it's like basically every Christian you've ever met. Um, mm-hmm. I would want to be that kind of person. There's a guy named Bob Goff who's like, he's an author and speaker and stuff. And like, he's one of those people that like, he is just full of love and joy and hope and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I would, ha- would want to have a reputation like that.
1: Yeah. I think personally... One of, like, the—it's, like, a fun answer, yet a serious answer. If I could get just famous enough to get invited to Hot Ones oh, with Sean okay. Evan, uh-huh. like, I think that'd be, like, a good spot to hit. Uh-huh. Like, right right there, yeah. you know? And I got a big window. Like, he's got, like, smaller celebrities. He had pro wrestlers on. He sure. has movie stars on. So, like, it's all over the place. But, like, if I could get just to the level of fame where, like, i get invited to Hot Ones— or like, like podcasts are hitting me up to like guest on them. Like I think that'd be that'd be a fun level of fame. Like not stopped in the streets level of fame.
0: Sure, sure.
1: You know that's a good point. Yeah. You know I think I think I'm I'm comfortable with a level of fame that doesn't in, inconvenience me, which is like a <laughs> selfish answer in a way. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like and it's like, it's really like a yes or it's like an A or B question, and we really. Had our cake and ate it too, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I like to be famous. If the answer is famous, yes or no, and you don't get to know the level of fame, yeah. Let's let's tear it down to that. Yes sure, or no. Sure. Would you like yes. to be famous? Yes. I think I'll, I, I think up there in my head, and yes, too. You can always yeah. run away, right? Again, you're kinda ma- much
0: <laughs> you're kind of making some qualifications on the question. <laughs> I'm hesitant,
1: man. I almost wanna I almost want to say no. Yeah. Like to disappear in a crowd. Sure. But I think like button press like right in front of me. You get to be famous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For what? I don't know. <laughs> For being me. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd like to be famous for who I am. Yeah. Not like, like if I was to be famous for being in a movie, like to be a movie star, people are enamored with who I pretend to be, not who I am. Sure. You know, I guess maybe like a a fair substitute would be like, I have no musical talent at all, but to be famous for music, I'm at least creative, like that's something I created as opposed uh-huh. to something I performed. Okay. You know, so maybe like, like I wrote like a book about my thoughts, like a philosophy book, just some bullcrap book. I put out as like an ebook on Amazon and it just takes off number uh-huh. one bestseller somehow out of my control. Like wishing it didn't. Cause I didn't try that hard. <laughs> that'd probably be, yeah, that'd yeah, try, yeah. That's a realistic scenario. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I think that'd be,
0: that sounds like a lot of be, pressure.
1: It's, it's I like it because it sparked more conversations. People would want to know what I meant by this. Sure, sure. What did I mean by that? Good, good answer. Those are the easy ones.
0: <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> that's, I mean, that's set one. We should probably wrap wrap it up, huh? <laughs> we probably <laughs> only had time for two today. Jeez. So, I think this is these are good prompts though. We could come back to it again.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so we got um, some uh, recommendations and other stuff like that. So uh, we'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back. Hey, remember when I was doing the 4th of July and I was talking about all the fireworks going off and you were setting off all the fireworks? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we could just clip that sound and put it right here. It's the (laughs) Backy! Oh, I love it. 2021 is coming to a close. And like last year, we're going to do a year review. We're going to talk about the year that it that literally started and ended in the pandemic um and we're gonna talk about all the things all the crazy things that happened, and of course we're gonna be giving out some very special awards so if you guys are fans of the show and you guys know all of our social media handles uh you can catch us on the wire at welcome back wire hit us up let us know some of your recommendations, your nominations, for these categories. We're looking for your guys' recommendations on song of the year, album of the year, movie of the year, TV show of the year. We're also looking for the game of the year, stand-up special of the year, the comeback of the year, podcast of the year. We're looking for the word of the year, streaming service of the year, and the person of the year so if you guys can tweet us all of your things um, try to limit it to one recommendation per category um, but we'll be looking through uh, so- social medias uh, the easiest way to get all of it to us I, I think would be Twitter, Twitter would probably be the sure. easiest way to, to, to get it all concise so we can get your guys nominations but any way possible message us put, hit us up on all the social medias but uh, I think just for the sake of convenience and uh, and expediency let us know what you guys think are the best of the best. And, and, like, maybe there's some stories from 2021 that you think that, like, maybe we forgot about. Hey, be sure to talk about the thing with the butterflies, Mar. Like, tweet that stuff at us and we'll, we'll add it to the episode. So we'd love to get some feedback from you before we create Welcome Back Presents The Backies 2021 in review. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yeah, backies.
0: You're gonna you're gonna welcome back out of nowhere and then open with the um yeah.
1: Um yeah. <laughs> Some nerve. Bing bong. Some nerve you got over there. Bing bong. Bleep your life. Recommend your life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to do a um an invitation?
1: Yeah. Who are we inviting?
0: So, Jeff, my friend, I mentioned him at the top of the episode. Why did I mention him? Oh, because he's retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, the, th- the thing is, I did not prepare his invitation at all.
1: Oh, perfect. We're going to do it on the fly. Yeah. Is this part of the episode right now?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, what else can you do, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Give me one more reason why Jeff should listen to the podcast.
1: Uh, because we want him to succeed. Oh,
0: uh, Okay. Which will lead him into his retirement, right? Exactly. Okay.
1: We don't want to be there, thirteen years from now, making fun of you for being a dope. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I like it. Okay, I'm gonna put that one in the middle so that you give that one. Okay.
1: Okay. Where are you writing these? Oh, oh there you go. Very
0: bottom. Um. Okay. So, oh, let's not forget to open with important phrase that the podcast is named after. Ah, oh, gotcha. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back, Jeff.
0: Um, I have been meaning to tell you this. I think I mentioned to you that my friend Mario and I—you met him at my wedding—started uh, a podcast called Welcome Back, and we think you should listen to it.
1: Hey, bud, it's been a while. I miss you. <laughs>
0: see mario misses you that's a great reason speaking of reasons you should listen to the podcast here are some one of them um i think you have time on your hands you spend a lot of time playing sea of thieves and i just think that a perfect accompaniment to a game like that is a podcast right in your ear holes and uh, i think yeah. welcome back is a great place
1: yeah as you're sailing the high seas yeah. just toss in an earbud. that's
0: right it's season five and you got to celebrate somehow
1: yeah, season five and season two. Let's That's go. That's right.
0: That's right. Season five of Sea of Thieves. Season two of our podcast. A great time to jump in. And Mario just has like a right new-
1: now for me to jump in.
0: <laughs> and another great reason for you to listen to Mario has it right here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, our impeccable timing. Our ability to just <laughs> not have any dead gaps. Yeah, just kill it, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but Jeff, for real, uh, we know that you're trying to retire soon. That's right relatively you're a young lad but we believe in you and so we want you to succeed we want you to be able to retire so that you can enjoy even more welcome back
0: this is really great we could do survival guides all kinds of things that are going to help you succeed and the final reason that i have laid out for you today is that we tell stories and honestly what i'm telling the, the real reason i'm saying this is because i tell stories about you <laughs> such as <laughs> your planning retirement and i told that earlier on this episode you can listen to that episode right now also I told the story about the time that I gave you a stage kiss at Hillary's Halloween party. I've told that story twice now on our Halloween episodes. Uh, it's a, it's a fan favorite. And so I just think you should be a part of this thing that you're already kind of a part of. So you should give it a sh- a try.
1: You need to tune in to welcome back. That way, you know, when to hop on Twitter to defend yourself on the wire.
0: That's a really good point. <laughs> That's a really good point. So we <laughs> hope that you would give welcome back a try. And until you do, we'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back. That
0: was a good one. We're getting better.
1: Great. Look at
0: that. Loved it. All right. Uh, what else do we have to do in this section? (laughs) Oh, we got to recommend some things. That's right. Um, I'm going to recommend a movie that I went to see over my Thanksgiving break. Um, as you, many of you know, um, I have many siblings in law and one of them turned 12 this past week. And on her birthday, we went to see Encanto, uh, in a theater as a family. And it was very nice. Um, and It was very good.
1: So is, this is what is it? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, like an animated movie, or yeah, is it it's like, like an
0: action. A, the most recent like Disney movie, um, and it's about a like, ooh, I can't remember their nationality. I want to say Colombian, but I may have made that up. A Spanish speaking um, cast, right? And they have this magic house, and then there's a conflict, and then there's like a rising action, and then a climax, and then a falling action.
1: <laughs> wow, a movie stories uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to recommend um an episode from a podcast on our network one of our sister podcast bang beers podcast episode 138 it's like it's one that they recorded after they recorded another one before they were talking specifically about trogues uh independent brewing company and they're loose as a goose so like (laughs) it's if you just want like a glimpse into what these guys are like and like what it'd be like to hang out these guys like it was a very enjoyable episode so be sure to check out bang beers episode 138 on the iwp network
0: loved it um i want to ask you this when i was watching encanto i cried like the whole time and i want to know if this is relatable to anyone when i When I'm watching like a cultural expression of any kind that isn't my culture, it just makes me weep. Do you identify with that at all? Maybe you don't like to tears, but does that mean anything to you?
1: Ah, that just (laughs) makes you weak.
0: (laughs) It was a little more uh, Bugs Bunny than.
1: Only my culture matters. (laughs) Trying to be (laughs) heck, but I don't. No, I I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, Actually. It doesn't take much for me to like yeah. cry at all anymore, yeah same, but I'm sure that once I check out Encanto once it hits Disney plus I, yeah I'll probably be i I'll probably be weeping as well,
0: like basically just people speaking Spanish is enough sometimes, <laughs> but
1: okay. they would like me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely
1: not at that level.
0: <laughs> it was like the flowers and the music. It was all just very like a cultural expression. The dancing. It was just such a cultural expression that I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly, but I don't know. Love to see it. That's all.
1: Hey, if you guys want to make Chris cry, just, just start, speak start a speaking their language much, to him.
0: pretty much all it takes.
1: <laughs> Hola. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, all right. Well, we got shout outs. I, I, we, we stopped making lists for shout outs. So, like, I'm nervous. I'm going to, like, leave somebody out that is, you know, hurt that we didn't mention them. But mm-hmm. Brian tweeted at us today. Um, I've heard we've heard from Tony today. Anybody else you want to shout out?
1: No, sick. sick. And if you want to shout out, tweet us. That's right. And make it memorable.
0: <laughs> so, thank you for joining us at our. A conversation in our at our table. We imagine you sitting at a table across the table, just enjoying some shakes or some apps or some zerts, and just sitting uh, there
1: awkwardly while we talk the whole time. Yeah, that's you could be, that, you little could little be that friend at the table.
0: That's right. So don't forget to subscribe, rate us, review us wherever you're listening. We got a review from Jake recently, um, and we would love for you to share this episode with someone who has a. Uh,
1: t- t- what do we that you'd about want today? to become a closer friend with? There's a great
0: one, yes, that you are looking for a more close friendship with. Ask him some questions, too. Ask
1: him the questions we gave.
0: That's right, that's right. Little prompts for you,
1: yeah. Catch us on the wire at Be- Welcome Back Wire. You can find me at Mario Miley,
0: you can find me at Chris McNaney.
1: Did I skip something?
0: You just went so off. There's like words right there, bro.
1: If you're listening because you're subscribed to the <laughs> Identity Network feed. you like what you hear there's another fresh episode of welcome back podcast right now on the welcome back podcast feed another yeah so if you're listening there there's another one over here maybe you're listening to it over here now Um, yeah so make sure you subscribe to the proper uh welcome back channel for the latest episodes downloading right to your phone
0: with all of that lovely information being given to you until next time we'll be right back
1: We'll be right back at Mori Miley.
0: (laughs) Oh, did you not say it the first time? You didn't say yours. I did. I said it with open, distressed eyes.
1: We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, just. Okay. We're just always right off the rails right at the end. I think it's endearing. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, oh, us. <laughs> <laughs>